And now, another timely and powerful message from Pastor Emmanuel Williams and Imitators of God Ministries, Colossal Vivacious Church in Tallahassee. Today, my sermon is entitled, Fathers, Take a Cue from God the Father. Fathers, take a cue from God the Father. Amen? As a little boy growing up in church school, I always look forward to Father's Day. Always look forward to Father's Day. Because if it's one thing I really wanted to be, is a father. Amen? A father. Because even if my dad wasn't the best of dads, just having a father in one's life, to say I got a pops, makes a big difference for a little child. So I always look forward, just, just on that day, to tell my dad, happy, birth, happy Father's Day. Well, until he passed away, at the age of 55, he passed away very early. You know, and God has blessed me tremendously. I had what is called, uh, how many of you heard of these mom dads? <laughs> Let me say it again. I had a, a, a mom dad. When my dad passed away, mommy called all of us in. She said, today, I'm officially a mother and your father. Yeah, a mom dad. We looked around and <laughs> three of us, we looked and we said, yes, ma'am. <laughs> because we knew <laughs> what she meant. I thank God for all the men he's placed in my life. But most of all, I thank God for Jesus Christ. Amen. Jesus Christ. James 1.17 says that every good gift... And every perfect gift is from above and cometh, cometh from the Father of lights. That's what the Bible says. Father of lights in whom there is no variableness, no shadow of turning. And what he's saying here is just like the entire celestial body, they change. God doesn't. His years are years. His amens are amens. His word is his bond. And so every good gift, the word good gift there means every generous act, every God, every good thing given. Perfect here means not only given, but given in abundance. You know God is a God of abundance. I think it's Genesis chapter, don't turn here, Ephesians chapter 3 verse 20 says, Now unto him who is able to do exceedingly, abundantly. Everything about God is exceeding and abundant. Hmm? I think it's 2 Corinthians 8, 9 says, uh, God is able to make all grace abound, not just a little double do you. All grace. I think 9, 8, sorry. 9, 8, 2 Corinthians 9, 8. He's able to make all grace abound towards what? Towards us so that we have in all sufficiency in all things may abound to every good work. It's not a blessing. 2 Corinthians 9, 8. Amen. We are bound. So I say this to say that, that God is a God of abundance. He's the father of lights in whom there is no turning and no variableness. And so God only puts good opportunities and perfect opportunities in our paths. I'm here to tell you this morning, fathers and mothers, according to this verse, if it's good, it's God. If it's bad, it's the devil. All good gift, all perfect gifts come from God. <clears throat> Let me say that again. If it's good, it is God. If it's bad, it's the devil. Amen. Don't let people tell you that God tempts you with sickness and disease and infirmities. We have a better covenant based on better promises. Are you with me, saints? God doesn't put cancer on you to teach you a lesson. Love doesn't do that. Love wouldn't allow the city of Tallahassee to turn off your utilities to teach your lesson. Because of bad financial practices, our utilities get turned off. Let me say that again. Let me say that again. If you were speeding down the road and you get a ticket, would you blame the federal government? No. They enacted the law. And you broke the law. So why do we do that? To, why do we say it's God? God is in heaven. We read angels are bowing before him. And we are here blaming him for not being responsible. 
You think about it, brothers and sisters. There are some things love does and there are some things love does not do. The Bible says in, 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 in I, I think it's in Luke chapter 11 verse 13, it says, If you who are evil knows how to give good gifts, what about me, the heavenly father? How much more will I give you? God said, if you who are evil, not just human beings, in comparison to God, we are evil. And we know how to give good gifts. What about God? Let me move quickly. Hallelujah. And I thank God for the ladies, all the blessings. One of the blessings I thank God for is for the ladies at IOGM. They put together money and blessed us yesterday. We had a wonderful feast. Amen. I mean, that's a blessing. That's a blessing. They didn't stop here. They gave us a little cash this morning. Isn't that a blessing? Wow. Praise the Lord. And I thank God for many of you, all of you, who, who participated. Amen? My text this morning, though, is taken from Matthew chapter 3, verse 13 to 17. Matthew chapter 3, I won't be long, verse 13 to 17. Again, my sermon is entitled, Fathers Take a Cue from God the Father. It says here, verse 13, Matthew, the same account is given in Mark chapter 1 and Luke chapter 3. But let's look at the account in Matthew chapter 3, verse 13. It reads, Then cometh Jesus from Galilee to Jordan unto John to be baptized of him. But John forbade him, saying, I have need to be baptized of thee. And you came to me because that's his cousin. They are six months apart. They are six months apart. John is six months older than Jesus. You remember Mary got pregnant when Elizabeth was six months pregnant. So Jesus is coming to his, his, his cousin and telling his cousin, I need you to baptize me. His cousin said, no, I need you to baptize me. I know who you are. And Jesus said to him, verse 15, Jesus said to him, suffer it to be so for now. He whispered to him, he said, John, let it be so for now. Amen. For thus it becometh us to fulfill all righteousness. It was prophesied in the Old Testament that John the Baptist would be the forerunner of Jesus. So Jesus said, let's do, let us satisfy the word. Let's fulfill the word. Hmm? Then he continued, verse 16, and Jesus, when he was baptized, John baptized Jesus, and as soon as Jesus was baptized, the Bible says, went up straightway out of the water. And as he did, lo, the heavens were opened unto him, and he saw the Spirit of God descending like a dove and lighting upon him. Verse 17 is where I want to spend some time today. Verse 17 says, and lo, a voice from heaven saying, this is my beloved son in whom I am well pleased. <laughs> this is my beloved son in whom I am well pleased. God sent me here to tell all those of us who are here, those of us who are here, that he's our heavenly father and he's well pleased with you. He's well pleased with me. And you get what I'm saying? This is my beloved son. This is my beloved daughter. In whom I am well pleased. If every child hear that. <laughs> this is my beloved son. In other words, if you eyeball your child and said, you are mine. And I'm well pleased with you. I love you, not because you've accomplished anything. <laughs> Glory be to Jesus. Not because you have achieved a certain status. But I love you because you are mine. I believe, brothers and sisters, the epidemic, which a lot of researchers speak about, the epidemic of identity crisis that many of us are certainly suffering from, would be cured if fathers and mothers watch their kids in their eye and tell them you are mine because you see i'm getting to chapter four in chapter three god told jesus god didn't wait for mary to be there he didn't wait for joseph to be there he 
spoke from heaven and said that's my boy I want every demon to know that's my boy I want everybody to know that's my boy and he didn't just say that's my boy whom I love he told him I am well pleased with you because chapter 4 is coming chapter 4 the devil came to Jesus and he first of all attacked his identity he said if you are the son of God God had already told Jesus ah you I'm getting to a point here in chapter 3 you are mine I love you uh, it's not based on your status I love you and I got you because the devil is coming he's coming to question our kids many ways question the identity do you know who you are do you know who you are if you are the son of God if God just said to Jesus you are mine the devil came right after and said if you are God's if you are God's I need you to prove yourself to me when you know who you belong to you don't have anything to prove to anybody that is why fathers I'm asking you here today eyeball your kids and tell them you are mine's I love you I am well pleased with you researchers I was reading last night researchers said if every dad had done that to their kids if every mother if every mother did that to their kids the pandemic the identity crisis pandemic that's been experienced now would be cured I'll, re I'll, I'll get to it in a while but I need you to understand fathers let's take a cue from God the Father are you with me take a cue from God the Father sometimes we get so busy making a living we forget to do the things we are supposed to do we forget that we got two little eyes one in the mouth a little nose looking at us looking for support looking for affirmation let me share can, can I be honest with you I was reading an article I I forgot to point it out and they said in churches in workplaces the people who cause the most problems are people who have never been affirmed from their youth let me see that again the article says people who cause the most problems at work and church are people who have never been affirmed from their youth they're looking for somebody to tell them who they are because their daddy and their mother did not tell them who they were and I'm saying fathers take a cue from God you will always want to prove yourself to somebody if you do not know who you are I'll make it plain in a while I'll make it plain in a while the Bible talks about it amen the Bible talks about it oh hallelujah I'm gonna skip a few things here because I look at the time did I say I also want to recognize mom dads yeah mom dads for those of you who are still wondering what the mom dad is these are women single women who are doing for their kids what their father should have done for them and I respect them greatly amen I salute you those of you who are raising up kids by yourself I salute you sometimes you have to maybe the dad is out working out of town but praise the Lord you are you in the you standing in the gap and ensuring that the child gets necessary spiritual nourishment that they that they need you know any young man can hook up with a woman and have a child and I don't I don't even want to use the term the term baby father baby daddy baby daddy let, let, let me share with you daddy is the term of affection and fondness you got to earn the right to be called daddy 
Um, <laughs> can I make it plain? I'm just going to praise the Lord. You may hear it, the word, the phrase baby daddy. You just may be hearing it out there. But the term daddy, Abba, is a fond, comes of, out of fond and affection. So I don't even use that term baby daddy. Because as a dad, you got to earn the right to be called daddy. Oh yes, you have some sacrificing to do. <laughs> oh, I'm getting there, I'm getting there. Yeah, you, you, you get to lay down your life and sacrifice. Yes, yeah, you got some long nights of praying to do. Yeah, you, you got some long nights of doing homework. That's what I'm talking Doing homework with that child. Yeah, you got some long nights of being in the hospital sometimes with that baby that's what i'm talking about that's how you get to be a daddy are you with me saints yeah you 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 got to pray for that child like you've never prayed before you know i thought i could pray before i had a child i didn't realize that i really learned how to pray when i got a child uh, I'm talking about just any young man and a daddy. Are you with me? I began to pray, pray. I, 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 I began to pray, pray like, Lord, send an angel before my son today. Send me, send my son good speed today. Lord, show kindness to my son today. Make his journey prosperous today. Let him not be overcome by evil today but be a fence around him oh yes i began to pray this prayer you see before my prayer wasn't weighty before it was lord i thank you i bless you i give you praise oh but when you have responsibility you got a child glory be to jesus and you get to be daddy you, when you get to be daddy when listen to me when your spirit the way you think your character is transferred from you into that child so that they become your exact replica oh then you get to be daddy yes in 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 i think it's in galatians chapter 4 verse 6 god said because we have received the received the spirit of the son of god then we can cry abba abba means daddy how you first when you have received the spirit uh, <laughs> then you get to be called daddy when you have your spirit and i'm not talking you i'm not talking about you as a spirit your way of thinking your way of your, your way your perception your quality your character when it's transferred to the child and that child begin to walk and they say this is emmanuel's son because he's just like him oh then your daddy But until then, brothers and sisters, we got work to do. Until then, until then you can say, Daddy, you've not helped to cure the identity crisis. That's going on there. There's an, an, an identity crisis out there. And you and I, dads today, we can help. We can bridge the gap. Amen? The best thing in my life occurred a little 60, a little, about 16 and a half years ago. 16 and a half. And that is God afford me the privilege of being Emmanuel's dad. How many of you agree? Being a dad is a beautiful thing. Beautiful thing. It's a beautiful thing. Especially when you know that you've earned the right to be called daddy. And let me make that clear. Your, 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 your biological parent is not necessarily your daddy if they're not around. I'm just, you know, we have to, it's church, we have to be direct. Oh, daddy's home. Daddy's picking you up. Oh, yeah, daddy comes, drops you, and picks you up. It, it takes a little time. Hmm? Proverbs, I took some time to teach that text because of how weighty it is. Proverbs chapter 17 verse 6. I sent you an exhibit. Can I get it? 
Proverbs chapter 17 verse 6. Can you get it? It says, children's children, that's grandchildren, are the crown of old men. How many of you have grandkids? Grandkids. Aren't they your crown? Don't you feel some, some type of satisfaction? Your, the Bible says that, but it continues. And the glory of children are, the, are who? Their fathers. Now mothers, you give me some time, let me work with that. We celebrated you last month. But I want the men here today to know that the glory of their children are they. That's what the Bible says. And you say, what do you mean? The word glory means the visible manifestation of the presence of God. That's what the word glory means. Amen? So if we take the meaning and insert it into the verse, this is what it reads. Children's children are the crown of old men and the visible manifestation of the presence of God of children are their fathers. Yeah. That's what the Bible says. The word glory is the visible manifestation of the presence of God. So, fathers in the lives of their kids should be the visible manifestation of the presence of God. That changed my life when I found that out 17 years ago. When we having, during my devotional time, wife was pregnant in the hospital for six months. I was studying this verse and I knew I did not qualify to teach this verse. And I, I never felt released from God to teach this verse until I was studying this week and God brought Proverbs 17 6 to my mind. Fathers, I'm here to tell you in your child's life, especially at the age of innocence, the Bible says the visible manifestation of the presence of God in their lives it's us that's why fathers we cannot live our lives carelessly hmm? because when they see you and they see me whom do they see God that's what the Bible says no, I'm not saying mothers cannot influence their kids no I'm not saying that but God tells the father tells you in the life of a child if the God presence is seen in the life of a child when his or her father behave as God and to behave as God is to affirm your kid to tell them you are mine I love you and I'm pleased with you <laughs> when they hear that you are mine I am yours Sorry, you are mine. I love you and I'm pleased with you. It doesn't matter who comes after them and tell them otherwise. They will say, Daddy told me I am his. He loves me and he's pleased with me. So it doesn't matter what you think. I have been told by my daddy. I am not out there looking for love. Daddy told me that he loves me. And I, I'm not out there looking for affirmation. Daddy told me. Ah, he loves me and he's well pleased with me. That will help cure the identity crisis. You ask why some kids are just mad? Because that was not given to them. And I'm not here blaming anybody. Today is not a, this is not a sermon for you to sit and evaluate yourself and say, I'm a good dad, I'm a bad dad. No. This is, not why, this is not why I'm here. This is not why I'm here since. No, this is not. You hear my heart. I'm sharing some information with us so we can take back home, think about it, and it doesn't matter how old your child is. Let me say that again. It doesn't matter how old your child is. You call them and say, you are mine. I love you. And I'm pleased with you. That's it. And let God do the rest. Let the Holy Spirit work on doing the rest. Let him heal the relationship. Amen. Let him get glory out of it. But our kids need to know that. Because you know why, Minister Bobby, if we don't tell our kids that, the devil is coming in chapter 4. He's coming right behind you. Oh, that's what, let me, let me see if your kid really know who they are. Can you imagine? Two grown-ups. Never get that while they were young. Now married. Think of the problem and the issue. That's going to arise in that marriage. 
because she wants him to affirm her he wants her to affirm him they didn't get that think about i want you to think about that that's what's been written about out there cures for marriages cures for insecurity brothers and sisters since you hear me the affirmation and the security that a child should have should be initiated by the father we thank god for the mother but i'm saying by the father and i'm saying those of us who haven't done that we need to go back and ensure that we take the initiative to do so oh glory be to jesus are you hearing me saints uh, uh, this verse one commentator says this verse is saying that children get their self-worth from their parents that's what the commentator said he said this verse here is saying that children get their self-worth from their parents so you eyeball your child and tell him i love you you are mine and what well pleased with you you don't have to get all A's for me to be pleased with you you don't have to be perfect for me to be pleased with you are you getting what i'm saying i am just pleased with you because you are mine you are given to me by god i am to represent god in your life you are mine and not anybody's that level of security will help cure the identity crisis that's out there and it's time we fathers rise up and start making calls start calling i know their relationships i know there are a lot of i know a lot of fathers and mothers who are not close to their kids and it, most times it's because of that kids are rebelling because they are not they have not been affirmed they don't get the love and compassion because they disappoint us let me sense listen kids are supposed to disappoint you <laughs> if they don't disappoint you they are not kids a kid will make you a better parents yet they will teach you how to pray <laughs> oh yes they will they will teach you how to go on your knees and stand in the gap sometimes sometimes i just speak in tongue the bible says in romans chapter 8 verse 26 the spirit helps with our infirmities for we know not how to pray as we ought to so sometimes i just speak in tongues for 45 minutes i say god this is for emmanuel oh they will teach you how to pray oh they'll teach you how to live right too oh yeah they'll teach you how to live right they'll teach you a lot of things since kids are gifts from the lord they will break you down yeah. <laughs> let me share this with you I, I, emmanuel was just about six months i took him took him to the hospital and the doctors want to operate on his nose because he was getting allergies and he was always stuffy and I, I have my wife and I we have him and scripture verses are going through my mind and the nurse the doctor says saying to me you have to operate on him we have to get into his nose and take away something so he can breathe properly and I said doc God gave it to him why should you take it out who told me to say that <laughs> the doctor got irate raised the voice to me and i said give me my child <laughs> took him came straight to church <laughs> oh they'll teach you how to pray with tears in your eyes healed not one operation healed oh, oh yes they'll teach you how to pray they are gifts from god <laughs> Yeah, the, the Bible says when Jesus was being baptized, we do not know who was there. Matthew, maybe Mark, we do not know. Mary, Joseph, we do not know. But we know the, besides John and Jesus, we know one other person was there. And that was God. God could have said, hey, Joseph got it. 
he could have said Mary got it or he said mm -mm. as a father I show up to his events yeah yeah that's what daddies do not baby daddies <laughs> daddies show up to their events they reveal themselves not only now I want you to see that not only no no let, let me share this with you let me share this with you when God showed up and he spoke audibly he hadn't done that for almost 400 years the last book in the Bible is Malachi 400 years elapsed between Malachi and Matthew and we know at least for that 400 years now I know it's the flipping of one page but that's 400 years from Matthew to Malachi you just flip a page and you move on but brother and sisters 400 years God hadn't said nothing oh but on the day his son who has been baptized <laughs> oh I said fathers take a cue from God the father oh on his on the days of his big events and I'm talking to you mom dads God bless you for showing up on every event God bless you look I believe in heaven there's going to be a double reward for mom dads that that's what I believe I believe they yes yeah. come you put your hands together for the mom dads who are here out here and pray their strength yeah pray their strength God bless you amen so not only and not only did God show up uh, not only did God yeah God showed up and I, I want you to see what time he showed up since this is the, this is what really touched me God showed up when Jesus's ministry hadn't even started he hadn't done one miracle <laughs> are you get what I'm saying he hadn't laid hands on anybody but he showed up early to affirm his son and tell his son I love you I'm well pleased with you are you with me because the devil came in Matthew chapter 4 verse 3 and said if you are the son of God are you with me prove yourself not only that they told Jesus you have a devil you remember that you need to see what they tell Jesus and that is why parents we have to affirm our kids let me tell you what they told Jesus but he knew his father had already affirmed him let me show you what let me show you what they tell him they told him a lot of stuff they said you're a bastard you were born out of fornication you, you have no idea what the devil will do to your kids if they are not affirmed by you yeah that's what he'll do let me show you right there can you go to Matthew chapter 12 verse 24 let me tell you what they said to him Matthew chapter 12 verse 24 they said to him you have a devil right here but when the Pharisees heard it they said this fellow doth cast out devils by Beelzebub the prince of the devil let me show you give you another one John 8 48 quickly John 8 48 that is why you and I need to affirm our kids then answered the Jews and said unto him say we not well that thou art a Samaritan and hast a what? Let me show you one, one other. They told him, Hey, you're a bastard. You were born out of fornication. John 8 41. John 8 41. Same chapter, verse 41. Look what they tell him. You do the deeds of your father. That's what Jesus told them. Then they said to him, We be not of fornication we have one father even God they're telling Jesus we heard when Mary went to visit Elizabeth up in the hill country she came back pregnant what happened over there that's what they're telling him can you do you know what that can do to somebody when society the leaders the spiritual leaders come down on them if your child is not properly affirmed daddy the world will break them apart let me tell you what else they tell him let me tell you they told him you're from the country nothing is going right here matthew chapter you got to see these sins matthew chapter 4 verse 3 no 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 not not no sorry not matthew chapter 4 verse 3 john chapter 1 verse 45 and 46 quickly 
there is a reason why God showed up and said that to Jesus and I'm showing you the reasons why John chapter 1 verse 45 to 46 right here it says Philip findeth Nathanael and said unto him we have found him of whom Moses in the law of the prophets did write Jesus of Nazareth the son of Joseph verse 46 and Nathanael said unto him can there any good thing come out of Nazareth Nazareth is a little country in the backwoods. Nazareth defined the people who come from it. We have found nobody from Nazareth who's worth anything and accomplish anything. Th th that's what they're saying. You think Jesus from Nazareth? That's why they keep calling him Jesus of to belittle him. That's to disrespect him. And the Bible did say in Matthew 13, a prophet is not without honor except in his own house among his own kinfolk are you hearing me saints that is why it's, it that's why it's incumbent on fathers you hear me saints on fathers to affirm our children so they can be secured let me continue this is what scholars says scholars were saying To help cure the identity crisis pandemic this is how you can know if you are insecure as an adult and they're saying that so we can work on it can i share i'm not i didn't came up with that are you with me sense i'm just sharing the news i took it myself and began to do an evaluation right here they said if whenever you're being helped and you say i know that i know that i know that Like you cannot appear to be wrong. You just cannot be wrong. I know, I know, I know. You got some childhood issues they said. I didn't say that. I'm just telling you what they said. Mm. I'm just reading what the expert says. It's like you just cannot be wrong. Before you submit help. Oh, I got it, I got it, I got it why because you were not told as a child it is okay to be wrong it is all right it, it's okay the world does not revolve around you are you with me yeah it's okay it, it's it's all right it's all right for that matter being wrong is, is is a position of strength because the bible says when you are weak <laughs> i can be strong in you you cannot be strong all the time you cannot be right all the time thank you lord for that example when emmanuel was at this auditorial every tuesday the third tuesday tuesday of every month the principal would invite one of the major one of the one of the most influential people in the community to come speak to the kids and so they they called it fathers you remember all pro dads all products every the third thursday of every month and i'm not going to give his name but a particular coach well known in this city not a football coach <laughs> i thought i would make it plain <laughs> he spoke that morning and he said well somebody asked how because he's very successful the way he picked people to play and they said how do you go about picking the right men on the team and he said let me tell let me apologize to all the men because i'm going to tell you how but that's not the way i am i just happen to do it because of the job he said i don't look at talent he said the first thing i do is interview that young man or that young woman and ask him about his relationship with his father <laughs> he said all the men all the young guys 16 17 18 19 20 who had good relationship with their dads he says they never disrespect me and they obey my command that's why they get to be so well because they know how to submit to authority are you getting me he said the other guys were very talented he said i cannot help them because they disrespect me they wouldn't obey what i say he said, I can work with 
Uh, he said, I can take obedience and turn it into unparalleled skill. Instead of working with somebody who's skilled and not respectful. Changed my life when I heard that. That was the best thing I've ever heard as a father. That's how he chooses good players. Why do I say that? I'm saying this, brothers and sisters. Because we live in a world where dads are beaten down, not spoken good about. It's like being a dad is an old time thing. Are you getting what I'm saying? The way society regard fathers and speak about them. And the truth be told, I understand why they do because some of us men, we behave that way. I know the amen wasn't strong on that. Let me say that again. The truth be told, sometimes they are correct because we men, we behave that way sometimes. So I understand where they're coming from. But let's look at what the Bible says. The Bible says God came to Jesus' is the most important event. He didn't just come, but he spoke. He said something. Are you with me? And not only did he say something, he came at a time when Jesus had not accomplished anything in his life. Because kids today think you like them based on what they do. Based on what they've accomplished. Are you with me? So I'm somebody that is, that is going to love me. And that is the way we do things. Parents stop exercising preferential treatment to kids. Stop telling kids, why can't you be like your sister? Why can't you be like your brother? If God wanted them to be the same, he would make them the same. He gave them to you differently so you can be a better parent. To learn to be a better daddy. A better mommy. Oh God, we give you praise. Since let, me, let, me, let me give you my last point as to what might help cure the pandemic crisis oh before i do before i do let me finish give you the list of what the researchers said might indicate if you are insecure amen they said if you're a micromanager just on people they can't breathe <laughs> That's what they say. I'm, is it okay to share it with you? Okay. They said, if you're a people pleaser, if you're a people pleaser, then maybe. Mm. And the last thing they said is, if you are always looking for acceptance from other people. I want you, I want you to keep this in mind because the Bible is correct. Fathers are the glory of the children. And if we don't do it when they are young, we still can do it now. I advise every father here today, whether your kids are with you or not, call your kids and tell them, I love you. You are mine. <laughs> and I'm well pleased with you. I'm well pleased with you whether or not you married somebody I don't like. <laughs> yeah, yes, that, 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 yeah, that's what you do. You don't tell them that, amen? Keep that for yourself. <laughs> my love for you is not based on who you are married to. You are still my child. Yes, I'm disappointed with who you are married to. But you are still mine. I am still pleased with you. Since everybody needs that. I longed for that as a boy. And I'm here to tell you. Since if I read one of these statistics. And you may be in these. This is what I want you to do. How many of you think. How many of you think sometimes. I am a little. I have a little comedy in me. A little comedy. Comedy. I'm a little. Yeah. I don't want to say that. That's why I said I have a little comedy in me. Yeah, I don't want to say I'm a comedian. No, I don't want to say that. And the reason why I developed that is because I didn't have a father and I wanted to be accepted by people. So I found a way into people's heart that's to make them laugh. Until. Now it still stayed with me and I thank God for it. A good sense of humor is an asset. Until in 1994 
uh, I think no I'm trying to get the 2004 on 2004 one night as I always do, as I always as I always do every Saturday every Saturday I still shut down everything from 6 after 6 until 1 or 2 in the morning just seeking God and praying I'm not saying that uh, you, you know I do that that's the life I've chosen I do make exceptions now and then but that's the life I've chosen and so one Saturday morning I wasn't even a preacher I was just teaching church school and I realized I needed affirmation I, I couldn't be a good husband to my wife I, how many of you Elbello says that his wife put up with him this lady put up with me for the first three and a half years of her marriage I was a mess my father died at 60 nobody watched me and said I love you I'm pleased with you and here am I looking for it married but a mess I was in the Word of God and about two in the morning I forgot it was two in the morning I was just in there you know sometimes you just get sucked in it was two in the morning and I was I still have the Bible at the house I was studying the word I had to teach church school and all of a sudden I saw God I saw a cross and I saw Jesus with his hands and love I have never experienced love that way I fell to the ground my coffee spilled the Bible was all over the place I was on my knees my wife rushed in the other room to find out what was going on she met me on my knees and she said she went back to sleep <laughs> but that morning when I got up on Sunday morning all of a sudden I kept saying why don't I feel like I need to please anybody anymore <laughs> why don't I feel I need to make anybody laugh anymore why is it okay with me why is the Sun seem to be brighter oh glory be to Jesus God showed up and said I love you I was looking for that for years and years and years in the house changed there was no competition there was no I can do this I can do that no let me do this it was all right you go ahead because what you say or what you do doesn't define me God defined me oh. <laughs> Oh, glory be to Jesus. That is why I have made it my life's mission to memorize the Bible. Because there I found my strength. I would never be able to father this boy if God had not showed up in that room. Yes, we didn't have much. We were just married, poor, trying to make it. Remembered, struggling. But brother, we had the word of God. We had the word of God. Are you getting what I'm saying? And I'm sharing this with you, brothers and sisters. Until we get there, church will have a lot of mess. You hear what I'm saying? Until we get to the point and realize, hey, where I am, what I've accomplished does not define me. I'm okay with God. I'm loved by God. He's well pleased with me. Regardless of what I've accomplished, He's pleased with me if I get up at 6 o'clock. He's pleased with me if I get up at 9 o'clock. It causes you to walk in another level of liberty where you stop harassing people. Now everybody's right and you're wrong and it's okay. <laughs> Woo! It is okay. Everybody's right. I'm wrong. It is okay. It's all right. It's all right. It is all right. Because I know who I am in Christ. Glory be to Jesus. I know He's with me. I know He's for me. I know He's heavily invested in my future. You get what I'm saying, saints? I don't have to tell and raise my voice and no, I don't have to do that anymore. I don't have to do that anymore. To try to get my point across, I don't have to do that. For that matter, I have no point. 
<laughs> I have no point. And I'm asking fathers today, those of you who are looking, those of you who are here, and men who are here today, if you never got that from your father, God sent me to tell you this morning that he's pleased with you. God sent me to tell you that he loves you, both male and female. God wants me to tell you that whether or not you pursue whatever that's on your heart, it is alright. It is alright. You are still going to heaven. That's what's the one, that's the wonderful thing about it. You can do it or not, and it is still okay. Father, we thank you for your word. Please take time to meditate on the word and let it sink into your heart and soul and mind today. Knowing that the Christian who meditates on the word will be like a tree planted by the water, bringing forth fruit in its season and prospering in all that he does. But what if you aren't a Christian today? What if you don't know if you're bound for heaven as a forgiven child of God? If that's you, then let's take care of it right now if you're ready. Do you believe that Jesus died for your sins? Are you ready to be forgiven of your sins and washed clean and made new? Are you ready to begin your new life in Christ? Then turn to God right now and say, Lord, I love you. I need you. I repent of my sins. Lord, please forgive me and wash me clean. I receive your forgiveness right now as I put my faith in Jesus as my Savior. God, please lead me and teach me and show me how to live from now on. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. And if you're looking for a good church family, you'll be welcomed with open arms at Imitators of God Ministries, Colossal Vivacious Church in Tallahassee, located at 4750 Capital Circle Southeast near Tram Road. Sunday school begins for all ages at 10 a.m. and the morning service begins at 11. And the Wednesday evening service begins at 7. This is a life-giving, multicultural, multi-generational church where people of all races, backgrounds, and walks of life come together to worship, to be inspired in their love for God, to develop relationships, and to be empowered to live out God's purpose for their lives. Find more information on their website, imitatorsofgodministries.com, or call the church, 850-408-8496.